I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. <sighs> Chat, I'm not going to go too crazy today. Because for what? Why will we go crazy? If Chef call in, I might go crazy. If Chef call in, I might go crazy. That's about it. That's it. But besides that, though, chat, you did what you were supposed to do. So I'm not going to go crazy. I'm going to give you a very even keel type of recap of what happened there. Me and Will still are going to give you a hellified conversation and analysis about what happened yesterday. I got some thoughts, though. But I'm going to try to keep it cool, Will, still, because at the end of the day, it ain't their fault. It ain't their fault. Giants fans were led astray, bro. It ain't their fault. They, they, they were. Been had. This is what he does. Mm. Chat, here's y'all job for the day. If you see Chef at any at any moment, you tell him call in. We're gonna stop what the hell we doing. We're gonna get to him. Besides that, the show is gonna be as is. Will still, all we did was tell our truth. All we did was tell our side. And there were many people that thought that we was just talking trash. They they just thought we was just, you know. Shooting the dozens, Will Still. They thought that we was just trying to roast somebody. No. We was telling you what was about to happen because I think I believe as Cowboy fans, we've been there before. 
we know how it is to have this team that we think is good, but maybe not as good as we think it is, but it looked kind of, you know what I mean? And this whole offseason, Will Steele, somebody convinced these people that Paris Campbell and Isaiah Hodgins was a guy. Just two hollers. We ain't got to go whole war call right there. Somebody convinced them, Will Steele. Convinced them they were special, but they were special. List. <laughs> Will, the Giants 100% got better. The problem is everybody gets better with you, right? Mike Tyson talked about this all the time. He used to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning just to go run. You're like, well, well, because nobody else was up at that time in the morning. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you just can't account for the idea that we're all just going to get better in the same way. Like, there's levels to getting better, Will. Still, the Cowboys kind of got better in a different way than the Giants got better. But all the Giants fans were sold, Will, still, is that y'all got way, way, way better enough. That's what they were sold, Will. Jay-Z got a line. You are who you are when you got here, Will, still. You were who you were when you got here. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. You were who you were when you got here. So I actually thought about it, Will. I was going to come on here and go crazy today. But Daniel Jones is who he is. And he's always been Daniel. Unless Chef, unless Chef shows up. He's always been who he was, Will Steele. So why would I get on here and act like we just won the Super Bowl? Why would I get on here and act like we just be like the Eagles or something? Because I've been waiting to smoke the hell out of that. Why would I come on here and act like we did something special? Yeah, well. When at the end, special list. When at the end of the day, Will, all we did was say, all we did was was do what we say that we was going to do since Monday. I tuned in the Authentic Show. That's, that was my first time watching the show. I almost ended up sympathizing with, fantastic show, by the way. He needs way more subs. Yes. Way more subs. He's he 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 fantastic commentary over there. That motherfucker made me feel like, damn dog, maybe I shouldn't be shitting on the Giants today, man. <laughs> <laughs> he the <laughs> only one. He the only one I sympathize for. Well, that motherfucker, motherfucker charming as hell, ain't he? Said, hey man, look, we got beat. We got beat, son. Doing the whole New York shit. We got beat, son. I was like, yes, yeah, son. He called him. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, son. I, I feel you, son. Dog, well, I was about to come on here and go so crazy, bro, but. This whole idea of rivalry renewed after Carrie Underwood came on there and sung the song I don't like. Just one holler. And in big bold letters, it said rivalry renewed will still. If I'm not mistaken, in any rivalry, you got to win some and lose some will still. We got to take turns beating each other in order for it to be rivals. The Giants aren't our rivals, right? You can say Eagles, maybe. You could say team like, you know, 49ers. We, you know, we still trying to figure out how to, you know, beat them more consistently. But we've got wins on the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Rivalry takes some back and forth. You know what I mean? But if you were who you were when you first got here, Will Steele, why would we believe that something's got to be different? You got to show me first, Will. You got to show me. Honestly, you got to show Giants fans. Because Giants fans, without being shown, they thought Paris Campbell was just going to come out. And be a specialist. They thought Hodges was just going to come out and be a specialist. They thought that Darren Waller was just going to upgrade this whole thing. This whole entire operation will still. Darren Waller's going to make Daniel Jones a damn 30, uh, 30 touchdown passer. And they were wrong. 
And honestly, Will, still, as I take my glasses off in slow motion, I think them being wrong is punishment enough. I'm gonna let the whole thing, I'm gonna let the all four of this. Will, I think them being wrong was punishment enough. You know, I do the raids at the end of the streams, Will, still. Oh, man. I raided one guy. He was all, he was, he was cool. He was like, hey, Vajay, hey, we lost all y'all guys. <laughs> Talked about that this morning. I rated these other motherfuckers. They got mad and started talking about some shit that happened in the 80s. I'm like, who the fuck? Who talking about that? Who talking about that? This dude, said, this dude said, we the only ones that won the Super Bowl with all decades. What? What? Dog, I'm like, hey, y'all go check out them. <laughs> y'all go check out them and shout out to them and their content creators. And they was like, man, I told y'all, y'all come over here talking all this noise. Now y'all got Vosh raiding me and shit. I thought I was the police. But. You had them dudes going into talking about Jerry Rice and Joe Montana. Sir, I'm like, what happened September 10th? Why y'all talking about what happened when I wasn't even thought of? Or in the 90s when I was a little baby? Or in the 2000s when I was a goddamn teenage wizard? They went decade by decade, but they just just refused. What will? They were in their feelings. This was this is wor- what happened to them last night, Will, was worse than anything I could do to them. What happened last night was worse than anything I could say to him. And I'll tell you why, Will. Because if you lose a game, you lose a game. You, you just lose a game. Giants fans had so much tied up into this season and what they thought it was. It's like they lost 17. They defeated. It's like they lost 17. It's like they lost 17, Will Steele. They didn't just lose a game. Pittsburgh lost a game to the 49ers. They'll, they'll, they'll come back. They'll be all right. The Giants lost so bad in such a spectacular fashion. Nobody had, had, had scored that many points or held defense to zero in the whole the whole uh the whole week one but us. Will we whooped them, we whooped them children so bad that Giants fans are sitting back rocking in their chair with their arms folded. Man, this whole offseason been some bullshit. This whole offseason been some bullshit. Will, let me tell you something that I saw on social media. Fantastic point, by the way. And it was actually interesting. They was like Trey Hawk is starting, right? Because, you know, the rookie from Old Dominion, Trey Hawk. Is, is he starting because he's good or is he starting because all wide receivers wasn't that good in the first place? And I was like, God, hear what I, said? I was like, Will, this is a different level of hurt. They feel lied to. They feel led astray. They feel bamboozled, Will, still. I got a little joy out of it. I'm not going to lie. But there's nothing I can say to them. There's nothing I can say to them, Will, still, that can hurt them on the level. That 40, that, that 40 to 0, and it should have been 41 that Brandon Arbor would have made that damn extra point. There's nothing we can say, Will Steel, unless Chef called in. Let me look at the, okay, he ain't called yet. Unless Chef, there's nothing we can say to them. So I'm going to keep it even. I'm going I'm to keep it cool. You know, I ain't, I ain't going to hit the NWO button. I hope you don't hit the Stone Cold button then. You know what I'm saying? But how about our Cowboys, Master William Scott Walker Steel? I got, I normally write down like five things. I just, I, I got this, don't mind my hand, right? I got this whole notepad just full of things I just wanted to talk about with my battle axe for the day, Will Steele. And I just want to share it with my audience without talking shit about the New York Giants because, you know, they was, they was kind of led astray a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it. Let's get going, man. <sighs> Let's get going, bro. So, first thing I thought about. 
They ain't think Mark Lewinsky was finna come in this bitch and block nobody, did it? They ain't finna think Evan Neal was finna come in this bitch and block somebody, did it? They didn't think Will Steele. They didn't think Michael Parsons. But what, 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 we got seven seven. We should have had fifteen. Daniel Jones running around thinking he's Jalen Hurts. Will Steele. Will, Will Steele. Did you see Daniel Jones thinking he was Jalen Hurts? Cut this shit back up. Will Sky. Who did they think they were? Who did they think they were? Somebody hit me on Twitter. Somebody hit me on Twitter. And they was like, yeah, bitch. Darren Wall about to start beating the shit out y'all. You can't throw past the line of scrimmage because that's the only place that Daniel was, either on the ground or running past the line of scrimmage. Will, dominance by our Dallas Cowboys. Fuck them. Absolute dominance, bro. Man. And they said, well, Evan Neal was working with Willie Anderson this Willie would have got his ass smoked too. <laughs> Willie would have got, got his dumb ass smoked. Willie would have got his hair blown off too by goddamn microphone. I ain't trying to hear that shit. Come on, man. Oh, Willie Anderson. Go. Willie Anderson can't save you. Willie Anderson can't line up. There. He can't line up Willie with you, Anderson though. He can't save you, bro. Don't look at Quincy Jones. <laughs> I'm your host, by the way. Hey, And this is just a mixtape. B O C H L O N B A R D I C H E F. Please call in. Please, I beg of y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm being point guarded by the best in the business, Master William Skywalker. Steel. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. All right, man. Now let's get to it, man. We ain't uh, doing shots out to you. We ain't doing nothing. Hey, hey, Will. Oof. <laughs> Boy, that right side started started collapsing. Didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Hold on. So I went back. <laughs> Sorry, it's funny Please. because we used to call him Twinkle Toes last year. Because okay. he, he just couldn't keep up with it. Yeah, he yeah. gave up eight pressures on the night, bro. Mm. Eight. Dudes don't yeah. give up eight pressures in half a season. Right. Give up eight in one night. Right. Dewan Jones <laughs> only, only only gave up three in the whole preseason. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, my Dallas Cowboys, complete game today, yesterday. Offense, defense, special teams. Started off with uh Wanye Thomas making a block and Noah Diginomini. Noah at the Omni with the return. How about that? Shots out to Noah, right? Scoring the first points. Way but he, b- boss man Noah is what I called him on, on social media. Don't do that. Let me ask you this, right? And I don't want to ask you too many questions unless you put, you know, pick your pen up and, and do this. But let me ask you this though, Will. I've been hearing a lot of commentary about the game um, yesterday, and and they put a lot of emphasis on that first drive. Now, I feel like after a, a whooping like this, I think it's, it's it's normal for like you know the commentator team and all that, and the the media guys to like try to find some some type of light, some type of negative. Like you can't have a star up without a star down type thing. And I feel like people were overrating the the um or they were you know they were overrating what happened in internal in terms of run defense on that first drive. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was that it was that big of a problem. Here's my take, Will Still. I think the 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 rushing yards that beat you the most came from the passing downs, came from you know Daniel Jones rushing uh from passing plays, contained being broken, you know, and him kind of running for the first down doing his little thing, right? And nobody really accounting for him. Uh that could be a um contained thing. That could be, you know, when we uh run the little gap exchanges or whatever, your end ends up outside and your big boys gotta play contained to get outside. Maybe they didn't get outside very much. But when I think of run defense, right, and the the run defense pertaining to the Cowboys for the rest of the year, it's it's about run fits, right? 
And it's about filling your gap and making tackles versus running back when it's handed off or quarterback in like design run plays or whatever. Right. And I think the Cowboys were fine. Like they gave up some Saquon runs, but Saquon's a guy. Saquon's going to going to do that sometimes. Uh, but for the most part, I didn't see anything in that first drive that 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 would show me that, hey, the Cowboys are still going to have problems with their run defense moving forward for the rest of the year. Will still. Did you did you see the same thing or, you know, you disagree? Uh, I just think first 15. Right. Like We have to understand that there was going to be some some rust coming into this game. Our starters didn't play at all. And mm-hmm. and theirs did, and, and not it didn't last long. But sure. but there is something to the first fifteen, and usually that's when you have a team that's not as good, sure. personnel wise, they try to throw everything at you that they can early on. And it, hey, you know, kudos to them if they did anything well. Their first fifteen was pretty damn solid to start the game, and and they had some some cool inside zone things and. I candy would not, and it just took a little bit for this defense to kind of get going. I, here's why I never worry, Botch. Here's why I never worried, even when they were getting. I think they had like two good runs on the ground from the from the running back, two of them. Mm-hmm. I said, well, they got to do it in the red zone. Sure, we've been here before. Yeah. We've been here. Get to the red zone, and they can't score on this defense. Mm-hmm. All it takes is one mess up, one mistake, and that one mistake was that line on the other side of the line of scrimmage, and they got scurred. And once you get scurred and you go from third and five to third and ten or whatever the hell it was, the next thing you know, the ball's getting snapped behind the line of scrimmage, block, everything changes. So I, I was never worried. That, that was the first 15. They had a fantastic opening drive. Well, start to the opening drive, but you didn't finish. And this defense is going to make you earn every single last yard all the way down the field. So – Good for them, but I'm not. I'm not concerned at all. Um, teams are going to do this. We we understand they're going to do this, and I think Dallas will continue to adjust. They got the bodies now. Last year, I might have been concerned. Oh, we got we got the dogs in this year. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not concerned just yet. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune 
in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, once everybody got settled and we made the adjustments, like you didn't see very much, you know, run defense problems later in the game. Like Saquon, once again, did not have 100 yards rushing. So uh, if Daniel Jones wasn't like an athletic quarterback, it could have been worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Daniel Jones just has the ability to break the pocket, extend plays. I don't even want to say extend plays. He was really just running for his life and throwing it somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Basically what was happening. Uh, but if you don't have a running quarterback, and that's like Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, uh, Daniel Jones again, right? Kyler Murray is not going to be playing for us. So, uh, you, like, you got – like, Aaron Rodgers is not going to be doing it like that. Uh, Colt McCoy – Brock Purdy's not going to be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mac Jones. Those guys aren't aren't, aren't going to be doing that. So, if anything, that's a great opening drive for us as Cowboys, right? Like, okay, cool. This is what running quarterbacks are, are going to look like. Is him, Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. This is, this is as hard as it's going to get. But we'll still, we always talk about it, right? If we can stop the run, earn pass rush, and score. We put this team, we 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 put whoever we against in a deep hole. Like that's the goal here. Mm-hmm. Right. And Will, I don't know about you, dog, but I just never seen my team like this. I never seen my defense like this. I couldn't stop myself from laughing. Every time something bad happened to the Giants, we'll get a takeaway or something like that. I, and we're probably gonna lead the league in takeaways again if we keep playing like this. I just couldn't help but to giggle and laugh. The that's- game got the game got to 26 to zero or something. It was like in the, the middle of the second quarter or something. And they just thought they ran the ball three times in a row. I'm like, man, y'all look defeated. Y'all look sick of yourself in the, in the middle of the second quarter. They handed the ball off twice, and then they did a, a quarterback sweep. The same one Tebow used to do in uh, <laughs> used to do in Florida. Like they just saw the five. They just saw the they just saw the Florida documentary on Netflix, and they say, hey man, let's just run that thing Tebow used to do. Dog, they they were they were 
they were defeated because we made Daniel Jones throw the football. Anybody throwing the football is in grave danger. But Daniel and, and, and his 15 passing touchdowns last year, Daniel Jones throwing the football. Good luck to you, sir. Good luck to you. Um, I feel like the 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 uh, first drive was overrated. But hey, if you're gonna be rusty, some teams around the league was like rusty all day. My Cowboys defense was rusty for like what six plays? Like six plays. <laughs> six plays. Six plays. And look, I taught Nate what a um drive killer was yesterday, right? I'm just breaking down drive killers. And you know, the the question I got back was okay, so why did Andrew Thomas flinch? Like, why did he fall start or whatever? Well, because Mike is a threat. Right. This wasn't just uh, some some false start because of miscommunication. This wasn't a false start because of snap count. Daniel Jones wasn't trying to hard count you like that. Andrew was trying to get out there because Michael been flying. That's your first problem. John Michael Smith's bad snap. That should have been a Michael's. Uh, uh, that should have been a Michael Parsons sack, I would assume. Um, but besides that and then the, the damn field goal block, it just went down from there. Will still it went down from there. So. I love the idea that if my defense can can just start mounting problems onto you and it just keeps piling up under you like that, it's bad business. I tweeted this, Will, still, and I wrote it down. I do want your reaction to this. If Trey Diggs is tackling your ass in for a long night, Trey Diggs was physical. Trey Diggs was physical, Will, still, and in one of these networks, letter networks or whatever, he was talking to Tony Dungy and Rodney Harrison. Um, it was like, hey, Trey, it was physical in the mug, dog. You know, I'm catching interceptions or whatever. This time you like, is that something that's that's purposeful? You know, and um, Trey said like, hey, man, you know, I'm normally making make so many words. This is by translating. Um, I, you know, normally I'm making plays in the passing game. So if, if they're not going to throw it to me, I got to impact the game other ways. So he said that being physical was 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 something that he was working on. If I had to bet. You know, somebody tapped him on the shoulder after the 49er game, like, hey, Trey, da da da, boom, boom, boom. And Trey being the competitor that he is, just like Dak, just like Micah. I mean, we see him cuss each other out at 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 practice. Maybe this was something that Trey wanted to wanted to prove and showcase. He wanted to come out with some uh with some uh physicality. And and one led to a Duran Bland pick, and the other led to a forced fumble that was returned from Israel Mukwomu. You got something on uh Trey Diggs' physicality this game, Will still because it wasn't throwing to him. Yeah, I do think that there was something to how the season ended because it wasn't how the season started for Trey Diggs last year, if you if you remember. And I think this mentality might have came from 2021 where he said, if you're not going to throw to me, I got to find out different ways to impact the game. And mm-hmm. and throughout the season, it wasn't even just the beginning of the year, but throughout the season, Diggs was a, was a physical presence at the line of scrimmage or, you know, screens or quick outs. He was, he was tackling very well. He only was credited – for two missed tackles. You know, the previous two years, he had almost 12% uh, missed tackle rate, and that jumped all or fell all the way down to three. Yeah. So you got, again, a young guy that's learning how to impact the game in different facets of the game. And I don't think you cannot call Trey physical anymore. I mean, he's always been a physical DB, but mm-hmm. now he's physical, you know, whether it be the run or whether it be quick passes, things in front of him. Now, where he might, you might say, well, Scott, I've seen him kind of dodge things is when you get a lineman pulling. And mm-hmm. I say, find me the cornerback that's taking on a six, six, six foot six, 330 pound tackle. You can't take their legs out anymore. So it's advantage tackle. But if it's a quick screen, a flare, or dump it out, Trey has stepped up in that manner. And this is now back to back years. He started off physical and adding that to the part of his game that st- still I think there's people out there that don't 
put him up there with the corners, which is crazy to me. Trayvon Diggs, one of the best cornerbacks in this league. Um, but I, I love it. I love to see it. I don't think this is this is a mistake. This is now two years in a row. And honestly, you don't want to be the guy in that room on that defense right. that's right. not physical. Mm-hmm. Because when we got safety seven and eight, yeah, being physical, and my all-pro ain't, right. we're looking at you sideways. Looking at you sideways, so. I'm not saying that anything weird is going to happen in that DB room because, like you always say, follow the money. But if it was any other situation, why ain't making it weird for some of them guys in there? You know what I'm saying? Marquise Bell making it weird for some of those guys in there, Will, still. You know what I mean? I understand Donovan Wilson is a guy, but I ain't saying I ain't saying that, that we ain't really miss him because it, it just would have been more of a whooping if he was there. But it ain't like you lost very much with – Wanye and Mark didn't Bell. lose a damn thing. A damn thing, right? <laughs> so I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to get that interview with. I'm trying to get that Donald Wilson. Interview. Oh, that's my guy, Don, Don. Just think about it. You're going to be Donald's better than them. Yeah. Just think about that for a second. Oh. Just, just, just think. We got a guy that's better yeah. for the bench. But here, I saw this on Twitter, and I was like, man, look, we was kind of key key and he he and when when uh, Demarvion Overshawn was here, but maybe we should just say this in general because it wasn't just Wanye and 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 um. Marquise Bell, but we saw guys on the defensive line also making noise in that second and third unit. And somebody said, hey, man, I, I know Wiley Pip shouldn't be a thing, but this ain't the year to get hurt if you're on defense. It's not. This ain't the year to miss time if you're on defense because these young bucks is hungry and Dan is putting them in position to succeed. Especially if you only got one year guaranteed on your contract anyway. <laughs> <laughs> your, ass better, your ass better come back not limping. Right. Hey, man. Uh, fantastic from those guys. I'm going to uh, talk a little bit more about them in a second. But Michael Parsons is him. Micah is him. Will Steele, you knew. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. Micah is him. When Micah came out and talked to the media that one time, it wasn't the media. Pardon me. It was the uh, Pivot Podcast. It might have been the media, Will Steele. You know. But he was he was talking about the whole, I don't, um, don't want to just be sack guy. Mm-hmm. I want to be impact guy. Right? Anybody can have big sack numbers, but it's the impact. It's the guys that you have to account for. This is where it gets weird for me. Sack versus impact, Will Still. A part of me wants Micah Parsons to get all the numbers and the accolades and the stats, and I want to see him break. Tw- uh, uh, what my man uh, say, uh, Macho Man, I want him to get 30 sacks just so we can brag on Micah Parsons. Say he got 30 <laughs> sacks. But however, Will Still, you cannot deny that what impact Micah is. Sack, impact, sack Micah's cool. Impact Micah is ridiculous. They have to account for him. They have to account for him. I saw this one play. And uh, if y'all want to watch the uh, film, we watch the D-line today, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi. I watched this one play. This was after Micah had gotten a sack from linebacker lining up and B got beaten the hell out of um, Glowinski or whatever, right? It got bad for Glowinski. Micah, Micah got a sack, bursty, quick, turned the corner, acceleration, cool. But they line Micah back up in that same spot, right? And the whole interior of the offensive line reacted to him. The right guard, center, left guard all reacted to Micah. What's up? What I missed? Finish. And somehow, somehow, Jonathan Hankins got a one-on-one. Jonathan Hankins got a one-on-one. D-Law got a one-on-one. I don't want to say like it was like uh, Doris Armstrong or something got a, got a, got a one-on-one block. Impact Micah is different. 
we talked about Stefan Gilmore. Gilmore got a um got a uh, pick this game. He got a pick this he got to pick this game because he's nice. But on that pick, Daniel Jones was running for his life from Michael Parsons. I would love it for Michael to get his numbers, man. But impact Michael, you can see it. You can see it. And they moved them all over the place. They got them, they got them playing both ends. They put them up against Evan Neal. They put them up against Andrew. And they line them up against Glowinski because they played a good old game of find the scrub. And there's nothing I love better than a game of find the scrub. What you about to show me, Will Still? Okay, so I wanted to go see how many pressures Mark, Mark Glowinski gave up, right? Okay. We, we gotta play a game, me and you. Some people in the chat may have seen this already. Okay. I don't really care for grades much, but when they're really bad, that some I know they were bad. Sure. Just, just take a guess what Mark Glowinski's grade was. It's scale from uh from from zero to hundred. From zero to hundred. Okay, so whenever something bad happened, it was on their right side. It was either him or Neil. Yeah, and Neil Neil was bad too. Neil, Neil was, was like twenty eight or something like that. Glowinski might have been a little worse than Neil. So if I had twenty eight, Glowinski, you gotta. So if it's one, so there's no negatives. It gotta be like in the fifteens, <laughs> then right? One. What? <laughs> what? Scroll that shit down. I ain't never seen this in my life, dog. Oh no! <laughs> he got a one. Oh. I couldn't give you a zero, so I gave well, you a one. That is horrific. That's horrific. I swear to you. I promise y'all. I can care less about grades. I care less about grades. I usually go over to see you know pressures and things like that. One. I don't think I've ever seen that before. They give you a 50 for writing your name on the paper. <laughs> Mark Lewinsky got out there and forgot how to spell his name. Now, now, Will, I was watching some some plays of him or whatever, and he didn't do a great job dealing with Osa. He didn't do a great job dealing with, uh, you know, with, with Chauncey and some of the other guys. And, and look, Will, I thought something was funny. Towards the end of the game, Daniel Jones was still out there, even when, like, some of our backups went out there. And in my mind, I'm like, all right, you know, maybe they're trying to gain some momentum and put some points up on our second team, but our second team liked that too. And Chauncey started sacking the shit out of him. Right. Dog, I'm, I'm just – he got a, a. I've never seen a, a, any great whether it be pass blocking, total or run. But I've never seen a one. How do you even get a one? Like you, you, I, you, you have to not win any reps at all. I know Osa got a sack on him. Chauncey got a sack on him. Uh, I mean, he gave and, up. And Micah. And Micah gave, this is this is absurd. He gave up nine pressures from the interior and three sacks. You cannot do that now. So that is fifteen pressures. Yeah, and five sacks he's given up to the Cowboys in, in the last. Three meetings. What, what made you think you could roll him out there in this matchup? Well, this is the problem, right? You remember we was hearing um we was hearing rumors that they was having a guard competition. They was talking about rotating guys. He won the competition. I mean, they was thinking about putting somebody else out there. Oh Lord. I no. Okay. I didn't mean to derail, but I mean I've just never seen this before. That's perfect, Will still. That's perfect. Because uh let's see. Boom, 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 no runners at at quarterback, Osa got busy, Tank got busy, Dorrance, in which I ain't hear nothing from Dorrance till yesterday. But hey, shouts out to him, he got going. Uh dog. This 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 off this uh defense, I think they could break the sack record, Will still. I think they could break the sack record. Well, and one thing that would keep the Giants in 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 games last year 
was that they'll just throw the ball deep versus, versus cornerback two. Y'all know I'm constantly reminding y'all about how bad cornerback two was. And yes. we'll see. I think it was like Shepard or something like that, right? To where we'll beat the Giants offense, but on third and whatever, they'll throw a deep ball to Shepard and they'll end up in the red zone or they'll end up, uh, you know, first down or something like that. They didn't have that. So when you see Giants fans, you know, talking about now, well, how was the game closer last year? Well, because we, we fixed our impediments. I'm like, y'all, go ahead. You brought up, I want to go back to what you said about um, Micah. Mm-hmm. Where sacks or impact? Yes. Okay. And, and I think you saw both. You did. You in did. regards to Micah, and, and and there's not many players. Maybe, maybe Aaron Donald, where yeah. you're going to get that type of attention, right? Yeah. You still produce, but you also help others produce. Mm. You know, he was responsible for at least two or three sacks. I know two for sure, but maybe three. He yeah. was responsible for those, and he still got his. Hmm. It, that is that is again man just just he's trending towards a certain place in ohio in my opinion i don't give a damn if you try to say it's only year three he's trending towards that place but i i, I think i want micah to have the impact mind frame sure because he's so good the sacks are going to come do you think that we're going to get to a point right i told you uh you know I think a lot of sacks got erased because Daniel Jones just hauled ass out of there, right? Do you think we would get more sacks when we when we start running into quarterbacks that aren't going to run like Daniel Jones is? Because it's not like you could just catch the ball and when you see press, you just throw it away because that's grounding, right? And you just can't but, throw the ball up against Diggs and Gilmore like that. That's dangerous, you know what I'm saying? So they're going to have to take sacks sometimes, right? He can run, and we sacked him eight times. <laughs> <laughs> They took one back. Mm. And, and look, Will, normally, right? Jalen Hurst does this. Jalen Hurst will get sacked because he like he was running, trying to extend the play, and he'll run into somebody. Can I say one thing about the Eagles and Patriots game? I'm on? really, really trying not to, but but please, please. We would always get into the roundtable group chat, right? Mm. And we'd be like, "Hey, man, if y'all just press Jalen Hurts, he'll yeah. he'll he'll fuck Watch. up a little bit." And we and we'll just watch teams just not pressure Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Belichick said, "I go say that." No, no, I'm just I'm just uh, look. Yes, F- Foots is, Foots Foots been t- he been preaching it today. Well, and well Foots is going to well, be Foots, right? Foots knows everything. <laughs> Foots knows all things. Will still, but I but I ain't seen nothing different. I ain't gonna say nothing else. We'll see. I know. I know. I'm just. I'm gonna just let let the. Hey, man. I ain't worried about. They. That's them. We. We. Us. We on. We, we on see to the Jets. We, we on to the Jets. We'll see them in week nine. But I'm just saying. That's the name, man. That, 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 that both better learn how to read some defense. Hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> he better learn. Yeah, how to he better learn. And he better, he better, he better learn how to, how to throw into the blitz or something. Oh boy, I'm just saying. Right. Hey, I, I hope it was the rain, Will. Still, I hope the hey, the rain and it got in his visor and he couldn't see. Yeah, man, the secondary looked good, man. Just boy, Will. Still, we got five safeties. I just love the pieces, man. Boy, we got five safeties. We just love the pieces, man. And Wanye Thomas is not. Going back to the hood, man. Wanye Thomas is never going back to anybody's practice squad. He is an NFL player. He is a special teams ace. Yo, um, you heard a story about Wanye? About his about his dad now? Yeah, yeah, man. That's madness. Unbelievable. Madness. Incredible I, story. It makes me feel, you know, my emotion for him. 
I, I usually don't feel emotion for, for 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 too many players, you know, until you hear the backstories of some of these players, and that is one where you are emotionally invested in it. I'm, I'm happy for the kid. Yeah. Yeah, shouts out to him, man. Uh, making it work. And then, look, he ain't just like, oh, I made the team and I'm just going to sit out or something. Like, he's making plays. He's making impact play. And look, Will, another thing, right? I'm thinking, all right, Juan, yeah, you've made your special team's contribution. And then he started covering and and batting Bro. paces down. And, and, and making getting, plays and making tackles in the run game. I'm like, man. He can cover, bro. And I, 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 we peeped that in preseason and camp, right? He was yeah. showing out. But it's like, okay, preseason camp. But let's see it in the games. And he just has a click, is what I call it. He has this click ability. He, he, there's a year or two jump to Wanye Thomas's game that's very similar to what we saw from, I can't believe I said, Izzy. I forgot about Izzy. You know what I mean? Because Wanye making me forget about him. Me, me too. Uh, I wasn't kidding when I when I was talking about the one more, uh, the, the one year's guarantee left on your deals, man. I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? The whole Malik and, and, and um, you Malik know. Malik got extended. Dono. Pardon me, pardon me, Dono and Dono and what's his name? Uh, J Ron on J Ron's on his last year, right? J Ron, he got his guarantee, right? Mm-hmm. And J Ron's J Ron. Sure, but boy, I'm telling you something right now. The way these young boys is playing, yeah, I just don't see how they breaking the bank. Overshawn come back. Overshawn come back next year. Hey, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a, this is a cool young little core. Will still a, a yeah. cool young little core of of savages and. Look, I thought Marquise Bell, I thought it was going to be some drop-off with him at linebacker. I mean, he's a little bitty, and, and somebody pushed his ass around one time, but he's he's knifing through blocks. There you go. He's reading it well, Will. There you he go. Sees it. He sees it. So him being an athlete and him seeing it, he little, but if he get that first, it don't matter. Plus, right. if your D-line does their job, right? And I don't know if it's a coincidence, but he's always behind Hankins. He's always off of Hankins's, you know, double team combo set. I'm like, yeah, that's smart if that's intentional and yeah. purposeful. Um, but as long as he's clean and even if he's not clean, Marquise Bell impressed me. We would see in in preseason games like, hey, Marquise Bell, the leading tackler. That's interesting. He he's one of your top tacklers now in a regular season game versus a playoff football Giants team. He was doing it all preseason last year yeah. too. Yeah. Um, you're just asking him to. Get me through this season doing this. I don't see this being a career for him, um, but do, get me through this season, right? And then he can play the J-Ron role moving forward because that's kind of what he's auditioning for. Yep. Auditioning for this role. Yeah, he's going to have to continue to develop in the pass coverage, but from a zone standpoint, the hit that he had, if you go back and watch it, again, he's on the opposite hash mark. The yep. screen goes that way. He knifes through a def- one of the offensive linemen trying to grab him, and boom, fumble. <laughs> You know, so <clears throat> that that kind of athletic ability and natural safety ability showed out there. But I'm impressed with at the LOS consistently, right? You know, in the box doing linebacker things. Uh, he he did that so well, man, and just a testament to Dan Quinn and finding these dudes and putting them in position to succeed. You know, Will, I was looking at um. Let me share that out. I was looking at the it was one of these pregame shows that had um Maria Taylor and Jason Garrett and one of the McCordys. I can't tell the difference. They twins. Um, and I'm just looking at Jason Garrett break down the Cowboys, man. I'm just I couldn't just help in my mind, but it'd be like, man, Jason, you don't know nothing about what's going, what's been going on. Here, 
Like, you know, like, like once upon a time, Jace used to come on as an analyst, right? And he'll be like, oh, I know all about how Zeke worked, but I know all about Dak and the boys, man. But, dog, we, we, we've we been so removed from Jason Garrett now, Will, still. They have not a clue, not a clue what this team is like. And I'm thinking about why didn't Jason Garrett have teams like this? Because Will McClay was around, right? But I think coaching and development. I think coaching and development. I think I think that's the difference here. How we can take undrafted dudes and day three guys, and them dudes be dudes. How many times did we watch the game, Will Seal, and we go, man, Deron Bland, undrafted guy, or Wanye, or Israel, or pick a character that's not like a like a first round pick, Will. How many times do we see these guys and we uh Damone Clark and we go, damn. We ain't just draft all these dudes in the first round, but they playing like that. They playing like they first round type picks. Will still Tony Pollard is a is a fourth round guy. The tight ends we gonna talk about our tight ends like, but I'm just I'm, I'm I'm just looking, man. I'm like, man, the development is what's gonna gonna keep this thing here. Like, I don't I don't think contracts are 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 ever gonna be a problem to where the the Cowboys turn into some other team that you know how, how these teams go all in and all of a sudden they go from a Super Bowl contender to like 0 and 17. I don't think the Cowboys ever going to be like that or at least while Will McClay and this coaching staff is here. I don't think they're going to be like that because we could just take these guys. Wanye Tom the casual fan has no clue who Wanye Thomas is. Our listeners do. A lot of Cowboy Twitter, you know, we do. There's a casual fan that has no clue who Marquise Bell or Wanye Thomas is. There's a saying dudes made impact plays with still. There's a saying my coach, and I, I drive this home to, to, to young kids and my kids and, and, and siblings. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. You know, mm. essentially kind of a product of your environment or what have you. Mm. The, the reason why you don't see that mentality is because we took on the mentality of our head coach. We took on the mentality of our coaches, right? And with all due respect to the Rob Marinelli's of the world. Rob Marinelli disregarded many things defensively, right? Jason Garrett, right kind of guy, soft by nature, conservative by heart. That trickles down and that becomes your DNA. That becomes who you are. And if you are that way, but when it comes to playoffs, when it comes to you know clutch moments, or when it comes to having to, you know, out physical another team or flat out whoop on another team in the play. You become your coach, man. Mm. And I think what you're seeing is this defense becoming Dan. And you're going to eventually see the offense. I figure we'll get to it in a second. You're going to see this offense become McCarthy. So this defense is a product of their environment. Their friend is Dan Quinn. It could be no better friend in the NFL. Keep yeah. inside the ball. Hey, y'all, call in. I'm, I'm locking the phones in five minutes. It's 22 of y'all in here. We're going to get to y'all relatively quick. It's already four. You know what I'm saying? So if, if y'all going to call in, go ahead and call in now before I lock these phones up. Uh, well, most of my talking points I wanted to come in and say today, they were mostly they were mostly about the defense. Um, the offense, the offense were, were they, they, they had a solid day. They had a solid day. I think the the rain had a lot to do with it. Um, but the offensive line. I. I thought Chuma was going to be what. Um, Lewinsky. Oh, I thought Lewinsky that I, I thought it was going to be so much impact from that one spot, and that we we're going to have to navigate our way around that. But Chuma didn't die. Um, Biotis got picked up and tossed around by Dexter Lawrence a couple times. That's Dexter Lawrence, I guess. Um, Kratos is Kratos. Terrence Steele 
Still one of, one of the best offensive linemen on your line right now. We're going to get Tyler back. That'll be fun. And Tyron Smith, can we just keep him healthy? Can we keep him healthy? Will, I don't want him practicing no more. Yeah. He, he don't need to practice. He don't need to practice. Tyron Smith is still one of your better pass blocking guys. You, you'll see a decline in the run blocking department, but it ain't to the point where it's like liability decline. But pass blocking, he is still hard to get around, man. He gets you, When he gets his hands on you, good luck. Tough. Tough. And uh we're we uh we'll be watching the offensive line and Patreon tomorrow, patreon.com slash Vosh Lombardi. We'll be watching those guys very closely. Um and you know, I, I have a little fun being an O-line guy, so be sure to uh tune into that on my uh Patreon. I ain't got very much to say about offense, Will still. Um I think I'm the opposite. I got a lot, but but I won't I won't use it all here because I know we're trying to get to the phone. Perfect. Um I do think it was good to see uh the run game get going and when the run game got going. Um CD land was fine. I think if we had more opportunities on, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, for what it was, that's fair. We're still, I think, um, for the amount of opportunities that we got on offense, I think we did fantastic. Cause it ain't like we had the ball a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think it's funny. We're still towards the end of the game. Uh, I think it was like the first drive of the fourth quarter, like the last drive, like just the last one where, where the uh, first team was out there. I think they was just throwing personnel out there just to kind of see if it would work. I think that last drive was like was like practice. Uh-uh. Still, I think uh-uh. it was like no, there was a purpose, bro. Two things. I think it was practice, and I think it was putting shit on film. Oh yeah, there was a purpose this whole entire game. But mm-hmm. but yeah, cool, cool. We're gonna let uh, we're gonna let people tune in to A to Z Dallas on YouTube oh, in the morning, eight thirty, ten thirty, and we're still gonna break it down. Um, should be encouraged. I would just say that you you. There's a lot to like about. If this is not Kellen Moore's offense. I sent you a text, Will Steele, and I was like, dog, the last three to four years, we just been missing pick routes. We just been missing pick plays. Just imagine all these close games we're in, right? Where we're just like one play away or just a couple of big plays away, right? Something easy, right? I've never, like that, that CD Lamb pick route, like it was Ferguson. It was um, Cooks and it was CD on the inside. And CD, he just ended up wide open outside the numbers because it was just a natural pick rub type route. And I'm like, dog, we just haven't been doing that. As easy as that is, it's not a reason why we haven't been doing it. It would have been great with Amari Cooper. Now. There's no reason why we haven't been doing it. It's just that we just ch- have chosen to not have done it. We just chose to. And I'm like, dog, that's just an easy first down slash 46. Could have been touchdown. Uh, but you know, whatever, whatever, just something easy. I'm like, why, why haven't we done that? Meanwhile, I saw a Chargers fan complaining that Keller Moore uh, threw the ball on like third and one out of empty. I thought that was hilarious, but <clears throat> they're essentially going through what we went through in week one, where <laughs> we're excited about the points and the yards, but they had a chance to win the game with over a minute left. Yeah. And if you go back and we do have the foot, the tape, just go back and watch, go back, go back and watch the play calls in that last series. And if you're a Cowboy fan, you're going to get PTSD. Brandon Cooks did some incredible veteran things. Because this, because there's a thin line between rub routes and setting picks, right? Then there's the, all right, we're going to take, take advantage of, uh, of uh, Trey on, on uh, Trey Hawkins, third and long. I'm going to give you a good little flop when I see your arm on me when it, when it shouldn't be. Brandon Cooks moves the chains. And Brandon Cooks going over the middle. Uh, catching a slant, it was whatever in short it was. Four three. Hit, Again, four that's three. a play call that got that open. It was coming. The hit was coming. 
I'm gonna make my catch. I'm gonna take my hit. I'm gonna get up and walk off like a veteran. Shouts out to Brandon Cooks. I can't wait to watch the offense a little bit more just to uh, really get an idea of what that was. Um, Kevontae Turpin got involved a bunch, Wilson, and people was uh was uh was hitting me up telling me how how wrong I was. I like Kevontae Turpin getting involved. There was only like two plays I didn't like, and it was yeah. they, they literally just turned around, handed off to him, and told him to run up the middle. And I'm like. Yeah. Why? Other than that, though, yeah, get him involved, but but he got to catch it, and so do the tight ends. I didn't know if you were going to get there, but Segway Jones, tight ends drop three balls, man, and then Turpin drop one. You can't have that. I don't care if it's raining or not. I don't care if it's raining. You are a pro, and it hits your hands. Catch the ball, Will. Let's just say that it was just one game, right? All right, Fergie. Hendershot been doing this shit since last yeah, year. Yeah, if Hendershot's the one that I'm concerned about, Ferguson, he didn't drop a ball in his career until yesterday. Right. So how many more games you got to see, right? Like if Ferguson comes out three more games and he's having hands problems, right? How long before you see us start start to throw the ball to Luke a little more? Second uh, round. You, Luke three games of this? Mm-hmm. He, he, no, you're out of there. Yeah. You cannot. You can't do that. And, and again, he ain't the one I'm worried about. Yeah, Hendershot's the guy. Yeah. All right. Uh, but besides that, I don't think uh, the offense had a lot of opportunity to get into a rhythm because they were sitting down so long. I think they only had one possession in the first quarter and maybe the second they had like two or something like that. And and hey, look, when they when 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 they were called upon, they scored. I, I think they punted a few times, but they scored when they were when when they, they were scored on them. five of their first six possessions or four of the first go. five, one of the two. There you go. So. Offense looks fine to me. We're going to be uh, – it's going to be a home game next week. Going to be in the stadium. It's going to be dry. I think we're really going to uh, see a good idea of uh, what this offense is going to be like. And uh, Before we move on from the tight ends, they mm-hmm. did not do a great job catching the ball, but, boy, they blocked their ass off. They blocked their ass oh off. Oh, my goodness. And we're going to be talking about that when we uh, when we uh, talk about the offensive line uh, blocking and stuff like that because all that's kind of tied in. Well, hey, we may, we may even uh, bring some film to the uh, channel because we're going to designate Tuesdays as film day. So uh, I'm going to bring some offensive line and some tight end blocking stuff uh, to the uh, film room. All right. Thanks for tuning in to the Vice Lombardi podcast. You can follow us on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. For more bold takes, pre and post game reactions, and film breakdowns, check us out on YouTube at The Volume or at Vice Lombardi. 3 p.m. Central, Monday through Thursday. Salute. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, 
Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.